finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan. Entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Do It With Dan. I have a very special host who, guest, host, guest, host. Oh, wow. Maybe you should be leading today. I have a very special guest today. <laughs> Brazovic. Did I say it right today? Almost. Yeah, you're getting better and better. Okay, Don't worry. Okay. Nobody can pronounce my name. I thought I had it today. I, I've really been practicing. Because last time I got the Brazovic right and then I, I got the, the first name wrong. Anyway, I'm going to keep practicing. I'm going to make it a song. No, no, it, it is Brzovic. It's good. It, I, it's good. It, it's good. I thought you said Brzovic, but it's Brzovic, which means you did it this time. It took you almost two years of practice, but you're there. Yeah, two years of practice and I made it. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So um, everyone, you may wonder why we're so excited about the fact that we've managed to get on here. And that's because we've been scheduling and rescheduling this for a little while. Uh, Petra has been all over the world, bouncing around, doing magical stuff, which we're going to talk about today. But then we were both in Dubai a couple of weeks ago. I didn't know that she was going to be there. She only came halfway through the event and I was like, oh my God, it's you. She's like, oh my God, it's you. And here we are, here we are today. So, <laughs> why don't you tell the people, <laughs> tell the people a little bit about you. A little bit about me. Well, um, professionally, I would say that mostly I'm a therapist and a lecturer. Um, I do less and less of therapies, one-on-one therapies now, but I teach uh, more and more groups and retreats and events. Um, and also I'm preparing my school of, of therapy, which is a new thing. And I'm very excited about that because there are are more and more people asking um, for sessions with me and I can really, I can't do it on my own anymore. (laughs) So I'm ready to start teaching others to help, help people heal. Um, So I'm in the process of that and I'm really looking forward to it. We should start in September this year. Nice. Uh, Yeah, and I'm writing a book currently. That's why I'm home, closed sitting on my laptop and just trying to get everything done. Uh, and that's it for now. Okay, so that's it, she says, after really got all this kick butt stuff. You are helping people heal and then teaching other people to do it. So you're basically starting your very own Hogwarts. You're gonna start a magical school. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Um, I know a couple of pieces in terms of the healing side that you do. Uh, I had the pleasure of being guinea pig of one of the meditations that you were putting out um, on that masterclass. Was it last year or was it earlier than that? Ah, okay. Yeah, probably last year or a year and a half ago, something like that. Wow. God, time flies. So, because you were very, you you spoke very outlined, but we didn't get any meaty, juicy, little detail-y bits there what area do you help people heal in? Well, you know, mostly what I use is um, state of hypnosis because it really helps us dive into uh, our subconscious mind and really get to the 
core of the issue and work with uh, root of the problem. You know, I've been trying myself to heal myself and, you know, work on my issues for so many years. And I've been, I've tried some, but actually the moment I walked out of their office, I was back in the same. And until I mm. found, um, during one of my trainings for fertility, I ran into a uh, part that was working with mind and body connection and through hypnosis. And that's how I actually started working with people. First, I had clients who have uh, had problems with fertility or uh, I was working with pregnant women. And then I could see how extremely effective that was. And at the same time, as I was going through my trainings, I had to go through my uh, sessions and work on my issues as well. And it was amazing how fast I could shift and, and change things. So for something that took me years to, uh, to change, although I was consciously aware, you know, that you know, whatever, I deserve more or, I'm good enough. That was my issue 10 years ago, mm -hmm. you know, like never being good enough and stuff. And, you know, consciously I knew that I can do something or that I am good enough. But the moment I walked out of the, of the my therapist's office, I would be back in the same pattern and the same program. And then it just took one session to, sh to sh shift that. And, to, <laughs> and it was exactly really. And now I know that wow. I'm working. Um, <laughs> and it was the same with, with other with other things. You know, I had a huge fear of public speaking. So literally, I would be Wait, like dying you, right now you, at this you, moment. You had a fear of public speaking? Yeah. Fear of public speaking was my, my speak. And I, I healed that in one, in one session. Yep. So. Wow. That's how I know it's so powerful. Okay. Well, thank you, Magic of Hypnosis, for bringing exactly. us a speak better. Because <laughs> so I, interestingly enough, I've actually been doing a foundation level hypnosis training myself. Um, I've been doing it for a little while. I was doing it online, and I'm uh, I'm ready to do my uh, my accreditation. Um, what do they call it? Exam now. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I personally didn't plan on doing therapy. I, I use the hypnosis techniques in my visualizations that I do with clients, with my groups mm -hmm. and individuals. And, and, and yeah, it's really interesting to watch the hypnotic trance just open people up to being able to accept and believe something that they couldn't do before. It's almost like, um, it gets us out of our own way and allows us to be the true awesome potential that we are. So I can imagine that when you're directing that power so specifically into, uh, into an area with, you know, with, I'm sure you're working with, you know, some of the world's best that you can really just start to shift issues just instantly. So that's exactly. It really works. Really instantly. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's really magical. Mm. But you so don't yeah, just in that state of hypnosis, I use pardon. But you don't just do hypnosis, do you? No, exactly. That's what I wanted to tell you. So Ooh, I'm, nice. I'm using the state of hypnosis, but I use many various uh, tools uh, while I'm working with subconscious mind or superconscious mind. So part of my work is, as you know, working with souls as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and uh, it's just it's 
it's combining many, many different techniques depending on what I'm working on, if I'm working with a group or uh, if I'm working one-on-one, -on -one, what the issue is that is coming up. So if somebody has a, um, you know, a fear of, of, or phobia or something, there's one technique I'll be using. And if there's some kind of trauma that needs to be healed, I'll use something else. So if needed, I'll be using a, perhaps the regression tools or I might be working a lot with body because as I've been uh, teaching yoga for 15 years now, um, I also work a lot with body weight. Oh yes, you do yoga as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. So your Hogwarts school is going to be amazing. Yeah, your yeah. Hogwarts school is going to be amazing. So have you got like a specific modality that you've used to combine all of this? Or are you teaching people the individual pieces and then teaching them how to, to, to pull those in as they are best serving? Well, I will be teaching all of it. Like it's, it's going to be a quite, it won't be an instant training. You know, it's going to be at least year and a half training. Uh, and no. we'll go through all those different modalities. So anybody that goes through the, the school, he or she will know how to help a person with whatever comes up you know so that i really want people who go through my school to really be ready and prepared and have all the tools in their toolbox um that they might need to use whether it's working with energy or it's working with um, you know some uh, beliefs or some emotions or anything that might come up so yeah it's gonna be fun i mean a lot of nice. work, but also it's amazing Love it, love it. So um, I've, got an I've got a question that I find interesting. That I don't know if you find it interesting. I, I don't know if the audience will find it interesting, but I'd love to know what is one thing that you've worked on that really made you feel, oh, I really feel like I've really done something magical here. Because it sounds like you've done a wide range of stuff. And I know, I mean, you're always popping up here and there and in different places doing really cool stuff. So I'm sure you've, you've come across lots and lots of different challenges that you supported people in, but is there one or is there an example of one that made you really feel, wow, this stuff really, really works? You know, um, I just wrote a few days ago about that. It's, um, I had one experience when I had a chance to work with one medical doctor and um, on one of the big events and we had some really challenging cases. And the thing was that, he, with his medical knowledge, uh, just he did all he, that he do that he could to help. Uh, but there was a moment where he just didn't know what to do, and um, I was with him. And at one moment, it was like late in the night or early morning, and I started working with that particular patient, and we really helped her shift enormously. And it was a really tough case, mm. um, and you know helping that person and then working with a medical doctor because when i was younger as i told you i had this issue of not being good enough and you know i always started so hard but always i was always i used to feel that i won't ever be good as a medical doctor you know and i always mm. was feeling not good enough um and there was oh. a moment when you know that this beautiful knowledgeable doctor had to step back and allow me to do um, 
what I what I had to do and it was beautiful the way he was holding space for me to work with that person and also after um, after that case when we came to the breakfast there was a room full of people and he stood up uh, from his chair he uh, kneeled on his knees and he literally bowed in front of me um, oh. and that was I think that was like a highlight um, for me I really felt like okay I really know what I'm doing and I'm really good in this and it finally it, it, it clicked somehow in, in last year I really feel that I'm so mature uh, in this work and then I'm, I'm really ready to teach others you know I don't have this feeling that was always pushing me forward that was oh there's something more I need to learn and you know mm. there's I'm never good enough but now I know I'm good enough and oh, of course there'll always be more to learn yes I mean, of course we'll, we will continue learning from each other and I mean life is a journey and we will never stop learning of course but finally I feel that I have such a big wealth of knowledge that I can uh, share it and teach others and that realization is a huge realization for me I mean but there's a very big difference between you know craving knowledge because I don't think I've got enough and adding to my knowledge base because I've, there's more in the world to add to. I think that's one of the things in life sometimes we lose sight of, of one of those two sides of the coin that it's like, it's even like abundance, right? Um, you can feel abundant of the things that you have now, but still accept more bounty that's yours to enjoy, right? Is that, is that, it's the very, very same, um, very same difference between the two exactly. points. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I could really mm -hmm. say, you know, I really feel abundant in every mm -hmm. way now and I'm welcoming mm -hmm. everything that is coming. Yeah. I remember I'm that was a, um... driven by, by a feeling <laughs> of lack anymore. Exactly. Driven by the lack. So interesting. I had a, um, many years ago when I didn't know how to talk to people, I used to do um, social dynamics courses to learn how to talk to people because my, my Asperger's was basically, I got over the social anxiety element of my Asperger's by learning um, social dynamics, principally learning how to talk to members of the opposite sex, but that's not the important point. The important point was that there was a program I was doing uh, by a guy called, oh, what was his name? I don't remember his name. I think it was David D'Angelo or something. Anyway, he had a guest, uh, a young lady that was a guest teacher at this conference. And uh, she said, yeah, one of the best ways that uh, someone can show up in the world is to say, I'm so grateful for all I have, but I'd be even more grateful for a little more. Something, something like <laughs> that is like, yeah, I'm grateful for all I've got genuinely. But, you know, some more would be nice too. And it's, it's holding that line, I think, is where people can really get to the edge of true abundance and continue to push through versus uh, getting to a point, um, feeling complacent or... Um, starting to feel like I'm being going to be greedy if I've got any more and finding those those tricky edges. Uh, I completely agree. You know, I mean, gratitude mm -hmm. is uh, really number one key of moving forward in life. I mean, there is no way we'll move forward unless we'll be grateful for whatever we might have or not have in this moment, trusting there is a mm -hmm. reason why we have or we don't have something. Mm -hmm. um, and that will just create more, we'll open to more. As long as we are instead of lack, we'll just be confirming uh, that lack. So exactly. yeah, starting, 
to be grateful for what we have, even mm -hmm. though it might be, it might seem to us as little, mm -hmm. it's huge. It just exactly. opens the door to so much more. Yes, love, love, love that. I'd love to dive a little bit more into the, the soul piece that you just brushed over because you've done some pretty kick butt soul and in, in, in parallel life stuff and life between lives. You've really gone deep with that. Um, if memory serves, isn't like a major authority in that one of your mentors or something like that? You, you'll correct me, but I remember you, you'd done something really, really significant in that field. Yeah, I love how you remember what we thought, talked about two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, in the meantime, I actually became a, a member of the research committee and that was the one. An educational committee of the Ma Michael Newton uh, um, Institute, which is uh, you know, the really greatest, I would say, institute for uh, life between life therapists. And I'm really, I feel honored to be part of um, of the board and of uh, committee. And so I'm part of two committees. One of one is dedicated to, uh, you know, researching more uh, that field, and we are really preparing uh, amazing uh, research, and which I already started doing with Norman, whom you probably know from uh, Dr. Joe's uh, brain mapping team. Uh, you know, the, the German guy. Yes. Really yes, nice. Yes, yes. Uh, um, so I, I'm, I'm collaborating with him for the last few years, uh, and I'll tell you more about that research. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other part is that I'm part of the educational committee, so I'm uh, approving uh, various, uh, not, not, by, not by myself, I'm part of the team that approves various schools uh, that want to be accredited by the Michael Newton Institute. So yeah, that really also means a lot to me. It means that really I'm, I'm, I'm good in what I'm doing and I feel grateful that it's, it's recognized. Um, so yeah, and if you want, I can tell you more about the research that Norman and I are doing. Uh, I would love to, to know more about the research than you are doing. So, um, so we, we started doing it a few years ago. Uh, basically what we do is we meet once a year um, and we have people coming from really all over the world. We had people from US flying in, from uh, Malaysia, from Germany and, and Croatia and UK. And then we work in a way that I facilitate um, sessions. I do past life regressions and life between life uh, um, uh, therapy sessions. Mm -hmm. And Norman is measuring what's going on with the brain, what's going on with the heart, what's going on with the body and the electromagnetic field. Um, so we are doing a pre-measurement. So before we start doing the sessions, we are measuring them during the session and after the Ooh. session. And the results that we are seeing are really mind blowing. So um, it's a huge thing. I mean, I, I always you know, wanted to find a way how to combine and how to prove that the soul and the body are connected, like scientifically prove. And that was the actually main goal of those researches. And to see how if we heal on one, in one area, or if, if I'm working with, on a soul level with somebody and heal something that he or she might be bringing from some other dimension or which we call past life mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. we know that everything is happening at the same time yeah how will it sh show on this body on this brain 
and uh, you know in this particular uh, space and time and it's it's really amazing because there is you know evident uh, confirmation i mean on screen you can see the the changes and um, wow. yeah so but we just need time to sit down and evaluate all data and prepare a research paper which we still didn't do but at least uh, you've got the raw data exactly exactly that's amazing that's amazing that's it's, really, it's really, amazing. It's really yeah. interesting uh, because since my whole relationship to the world of um, alternate lives and life between lives has completely shifted since we first spoken because <laughs> At first, um, when we first spoke about the work you were doing with this, it's like, okay, that sounds interesting. I didn't really have uh, any first-hand experience with it. And then I kind of went off and have had some experience with it. And now, <laughs> now I'm just I'm in a very different space when it comes to my relationship to the idea of both of these things and also to the, the practical experience of them, the power of them and um, their application. So yeah, there's, um, there's very much I'd like to go, there's very, there's very, there are a few things I'd like to play with with you in this area in terms of um, helping the audience understand the difference between these two spaces, uh, the difference oh. between the past life space and the life between lives and also the different applications of, of playing in these fields and how they can bring the power into their lives in a, in a really real way. So first and foremost, what's the difference between life between lives and past lives as we understand them to be? Okay, so when we refer to a past life, we actually um, focus on a, a time where we exist or where we have existed if we are talking in this linear time um, in some other life where we were uh, born and where we lived as some different person and then we came to that scene died and went to back to the soul realm um, we each one of us have multiple multiple um, lives which we call past lives and we can continue calling them past lives it will be easier uh, to understand um, and when we refer to life between lives it's when we go into a state so we expand our consciousness so much I would say remember on a soul level the existence where we actually are coming from um, so it's a non-physical space where we are also you know learning and having our, our soul groups and uh preparing for the next life based on what we want to experience and what we want to learn so each one of us that is here in this life right now we decided to come here to be born um in this particular body to be born in that particular family and to have certain experiences in this life in order to learn whatever on a soul level we wanted to learn is it uh, for example forgiveness and then we might be uh, creating situations in this life um, where we might be betrayed many times and that until we mastered that forgiveness or we are learning unconditional love or whatever we chose to learn so you know souls are also imperfect just like us i mean they're perfect 
in their imperfection and they are constantly growing and learning and being here in this life is like going to a, into a school or a uni and just you know passing an exam and then we're mm. going back home and we are evaluating what we have learned and deciding what we're going to do next so it's almost like each life is a semester at college and at the end of the semester we go back and pick what we're going to do next semester exactly and if we fail that one it's perfectly okay we have infinite time and we can come back and learn the same lesson again you know nobody will judge us if we you know do something wrong there's no right or wrong there's just an mm. experience so we're just talking about different levels of consciousness essentially yeah you can say that as well yeah um, and at different levels of consciousness at more expansive levels of consciousness we have greater awareness and insight as to the fullness of reality and as we step into it's like almost like um someone who's never left their house or have a limited view of reality that person who leaves their house and only stays in their small town will have a limited view of reality then if they only leave their go to their state or their county then have a, an expanded state and then their country and then the world and then outer space each level there's you just know you can see more of the picture right it's perfect. Yeah, exactly. You're really described in a perfect way, you know, and there's mm. always more, you know, mm -hmm. and there will always be more for each one of us, more to explore, mm -hmm. more to learn, uh, more to become aware of. I mean, it's, it's just mind blowing and amazing. I mean, you, you use some really, really, um, some language I think some of the listeners might find interesting and they'd like to know more about. So before I, um, I run off on this, is there any, are there any resources that you've got that people could look to to get some more information about the work on the soul level piece? Of course. I mean, they can always go to my webpage and uh, okay. there's a section about fly um, between life therapy, or they can go also to the Michael Newton Institute webpage and they can search for uh, other therapies, uh, perhaps closer to them. Um, there are beautiful books that Michael Newton wrote, which are Destiny of Souls, um, I think Memory of Soul, how do we say it in English? Uh, I think Destiny of Souls is the first one, and then Memory of the Souls, hmm, uh, I'm not sure what the English word for that. Oh, that was the English name of the book, but you know, Michael Newton, just that if you guys would just type in Michael Newton and then uh, books, and then you'll see all his The books. Journey and of Souls, The Destiny really of amazing. Souls. Journey of Souls, thank you. Journey yeah. of Souls and Destiny of Souls. You know, and we, I mean, we evolved uh, as an institution and as a therapist a lot since Michael wrote those books. Um, yeah. Because the, the state of awareness on earth is different now than it was 20 or 30 years ago. Mm. Uh, people are more aware, you know, mm. and people that are coming to the sessions today, they have different experiences that they might be having, might have uh, had um, 20, 30, 40 years ago when Michael was documenting everything. Um, but still, it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's just a sacred work. And yeah, well, I would recommend anyone to just at least have one of those sessions in their lives just changes you completely and change you really change 
you mm. change and you change the way you look at the world and, and other people and everything that is happening to you because then you know yeah it's whatever is happening it's okay it's just for my personal growth and i created this situation for some reason to be able to mm. grow and again it's up to me how fast will i learn and how fast will i move through this situation you know I, if I, we are suffering in i'm sorry uh, if we are suffering in 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 some area of our life in in some at some moment it doesn't mean that if we chose that lesson that we will need to suffer our whole lives we just need to learn that lesson and it can mm -hmm. be in our 20s you know it doesn't mm -hmm. mean that we will have to learn the same lesson our whole life and we'll be miserable and and <laughs> suffering for the next 80 years <laughs> so i think that's also important to know no, no. you want to ask something no, no, no. I was just going to say, um, first of all, it's important that you, you shared that with people because, yeah, because sometimes we can get into a victim mentality around having different levels of awareness. You know, when we get an awareness about something, we don't always necessarily take that new awareness in an empowered way. And so there is the, the potential, um, if we're not careful, to step into it. Oh, no, woe is me. I've, you know, I've got the... I've got the betrayal, I've got the, the forgiveness <laughs> lesson. I'm going to be betrayed by everyone. I'm never going to be happy versus, or you can just learn to forgive. <laughs> and, and then, you know, exactly, wrap, up, to forgive wrap and up that contractual thing. Also, exactly. What we forget also is uh, our personal responsibility. You know, that we are actually responsible for um, what we create. And then we have a choice. How will we, look at that certain situation or a certain person or ourselves because mm, mm, mm. in, in we my can work start with... over in every moment exactly 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 it's just again every time i go to ask the question you just say something that's really cool and i want to come back to it so <laughs> because yeah because we could but one of the things that used to irk me before i kind of got deeper into putting my my biases aside and actually starting to explore this word more deeply which actually happened completely accidentally how I stumbled into it um was that whenever I heard people talking about soul contracts and all this kind of stuff they used it as an excuse for bs behavior or excuse for staying in a limited situation or as an excuse for being a victim about something I had I think I just had a a, 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 a disempowering witnessing experience of the relationship between people in these concepts at first uh because when i was doing my uh, really starting to bring my work with beyond intention to people one of the, the primary one of the primary uh foundations of all of my work is accepting accepting responsibility for all you've created and responsibility for what you're going to create going forward and it was i i didn't really because i hadn't looked deeply enough into the truth of what's going on in this field i was only witnessing you know the disempowering experience of it through people that uh, second hand and so when people are like oh i would do that but you know i've got this soul contract and all this kind of stuff and i was like but we're not in a tyrannical universe so if we're not in a tyrannical universe the concept of self-acceptance and self-responsibility is it must exist on all levels of consciousness regardless of where it is and then as i actually um after i had my experience with, with past lives initially accidentally and then said okay so this stuff is real I need to look into this a bit more deeply now and started looking into it more deeply that what you're saying now is exactly what I was hearing. It's that it doesn't matter if it was a contract that was made or you had an agreement to do something, you still have the choice about what you're going to do with that. 
and you're still responsible for choosing it. Someone didn't, some unknown or unnamed entity didn't force an agreement down your throat or force a contract down your throat or force a lesson down your throat. It was your choice, just at a different level of consciousness. The version of you that was walking around the entire planet versus hadn't left the house had said, well, there's a big old planet here. There's more for you to experience. So we're going to experience some of it. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. You know, it's the easiest thing is to stay in the victim mode and blame other people or, yep. you know, a boss or a partner <laughs> or, or God or government or whoever, you know, exactly. or that something isn't working. I mean, we all have to take responsibility for our lives and, you know, try to make the best of it. And mm -hmm. thank God that there are these amazing techniques and tools that can really help us, uh, you know, if needed, if we are really struggling and going in circles with, with, with something that we can go and ask for help and have a beautiful therapist working with us and probably doing a, either a regression or life therapy, or maybe we get a, a resolution in our, in our own meditation, you know, but there's a way that we can work with those contracts and, and change them and forgive or be forgiven and work on a soul level that this existence becomes really enjoyable and loving and joyful and that we all as a uh, humanity you know can can grow through love instead of uh you know those lower vibrational um frequencies. energies and, and feelings that frequencies yeah mm. I mean, love it love 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 it because at the end of the day everything has the opportunity for, to serve us but it's up to us whether we take up on that opportunity you know we, we, we are always in choice and um, that responsibility to to create a responsibility to see things for one way or the other it's still ours and therefore unless let me let me take a step back one thing that irks me I've got a couple of irks I'm going to share with you today sorry <laughs> one thing that irks me is saying you know oh this just sort of having these sweeping statements that people make but they're just sort of postcard statements that they're not actually living and experiencing. So, oh yeah, everything's working out, but you haven't actually claimed that it's working out. So maybe you need to make a different choice. Oh, you know, people that repeat patterns of behavior because they're not making different choices or doing something different, not accepting responsibility. And then just saying, oh, I guess that was just a lesson I had to learn. I guess that was just a lesson I had to learn. But they're moving through these lessons passively and not actually, it's like going to school not doing any studies, walking to every exam, failing every exam and saying, well, I guess that's a lesson to learn versus trying your best to, to learn the lesson, trying your best to take the exam and failing it and then going and studying again. D does that make sense? Yes. Oh, it's such a great trap we can fall into and many people do. Uh, exactly. Mm. Yeah. You know, mm. so, some of us stay um, trapped thinking uh, and feeling like a, a victim and that, that somebody else is fault is that we are here where we are mm -hmm. and the others really use this as you said postcard thing um and to not do any action action not take any action um and finding excuses in you know that's another lesson i have to learn but actually just, i mean you explained it perfectly and actually not doing anything yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we can we can say it really often. I mean, there are really many people that generally work on themselves and really putting a lot of effort and energy into, you know, 
um, overcoming some things and, and really growing into the greatest versions of themselves. And there are also many people that you know, are just playing with the concept and not actually doing the work because it's so much easier to be there. <laughs> well, I'm just going to see. It is. Eat my hot dogs. Working on ourselves is not easy. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going to love my Hogwarts? You might join us. I can see you there. I'm, I'm seriously, as soon as you started describing your Hogwarts, it's because I've actually been sort of doing that on the. On, I've been making my own homemade Hogwarts for a little while now. Um, I've been doing the energy work. Uh, doing astral work, Akashic Records work. Um, I'm just doing the hypnosis now. I'm going to do my Kundalini Yoga training once I can. There's a particular school that I want to do it with. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm getting my, um, I'm doing my pre-Hogwarts round now. So, we'll see. We'll see. We're getting Amazing. closer to September. So, we'll see. What yeah, we'll we'll, I'm sure we'll, you know, we really need more people to help uh, raise consciousness and help the world heal. So, the more of us there is, the better it is. And Definitely. I'm really grateful that we have this opportunity to work together and support each other instead of, you know, stabbing one another because we are doing something similar. I really mm. appreciate that. Right? That we love each other. Exactly. Love, love, love. Um, just a quickie, because I'm sure we've spoken about some really great stuff. Um, does this have to be done in person, this sort of work, or can people do it digitally online? Well, um, more, more and more I'm really working online because, you know, I'm getting clients from all over the world and it's often it's just not possible for me to see that many people when I'm somewhere, uh, for example, in Australia or in US or anywhere else, uh, and I'm limited with time. So I do see people online and, you know, since everything is energy and if there's, you know, a, a right connection and there always is, because, you know, the, your, your therapist will come in the right moment for you. Um, we can do magic online. I mean, I, I even, uh, did some LBL sessions unplannedly online and they were so healing and so beautiful. So yes, we can do them online as well. Of course, Brilliant. when we are next to the person and we, you know, I can use uh, my knowledge of the body work and, you know, lay my hands on particular yeah, parts different of the body levels needed to and, yeah, and help the energy move in, in some particular way. Of course, that has its benefits, but if, if not, I mean, Online is also a great option. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, what's something that you'd like to leave the people with today, the good folks who are listening? Well, I think that we really covered many great things that we can all, you know, ponder on and think about. And mostly that there is no right or wrong. There is no such thing as a mistake. Um, mm -hmm. And that the number one key of healing is forgiveness and love, you know, for forgiving ourselves, forgiving others, or asking others to forgive us um, if we did something wrong, or at least apologizing, even if we don't get the, uh, their apology, not apology, but if they don't accept our apology, it's again, most important thing is to turn back and love ourselves and know that we did the best in that moment with the knowledge we had in that moment. Mm. Um, and just continue living uh, the best we can from this moment on. So mm. love, 
forgiveness, knowing there is no such thing as a mis as a mistake. It's only um, a lesson, and you know, just knowing that every person in our life is there for a reason. Um, and those people that trigger us are us the most, you know, the ones that are really driving us crazy. Those people are our greatest teachers and they're mm -hmm. here for our own good. And most often people who are really, you know, pushing all our buttons um, could be our soulmates. That's another interesting <laughs> thing. You know, many, many people think, you know, oh, that the soulmate is, you know, that, you know, great guy or great woman that I, I'll meet and then he or she will make me happy and we'll live together, uh, you know, bound in love and <laughs> we'll live happily ever after. But actually our soulmates are really often people that drive us crazy the most, you know, because mm -hmm. on a soul level we made a contract that we'll come to this life and learn a lesson together. And that person is really helping me to learn forgiveness or helping me to learn self-love, for example. Mm. You know, maybe somebody has a husband that is really treating the person really badly uh, because mm -hmm. they had an agreement that he or she needs to, um, or in this case, she needs to learn or wants to learn self-love or mm -hmm. forgiveness. So mm -hmm. her husband will literally do anything to drive her crazy. Wow. And on a soul level, they're just, you know, playing your game together and they're great soulmates. <laughs> I think I, yeah. might, I might have to try and steal you again when you've got some time to talk about some of these additional layers because there's some oh, really, yeah. really cool stuff I'd love to pick your brain on um, here. My pleasure. On this. I, I yeah. promise we will not wait another two years to do this again. I well, I need, to, I need to hurry up and catch you before Hogwarts opens, so. Uh, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Brilliant. So well, we'll we'll schedule we'll schedule a day today. We'll schedule somewhere. a day. Today. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. <laughs> so we are sure. Um, how can people get in contact with you? Is it your website? Yeah. Brilliant. My website so we'll, is the best way to get in contact. Well, we'll pop that in the show notes. The um, it, it's your name. It's, dot com. Yeah, it's my name. Exactly, yes. my name. Dot com. The amazing <laughs> surname that nobody knows how to pronounce, but people still find me. So <laughs> it's all right. We'll pop, we'll pop it in the show yeah. notes so people can just click a button on, on the show notes and, uh, and go ahead and do that. Um, Perfect, guys. Uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy being thanking Petra for her time today and her wisdom and some really, really great nuggets that you can use to go out and and start dreaming with your eyes open and deliberately choose an abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. Um, I encourage all of you to connect with her. Uh, go ahead and follow her advice check out the michael newton website check out her website find someone that you can work with and get one of these sessions under your belt i can assure you once you start peeking behind the curtain things get very 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 interesting at how we look oh, at life yeah magic and definitely. your ability to create and take responsibility that everything shifts when you step out of your house out of your town out of the county out of the country and see the world from the outside and see how big and beautiful it really is at a higher level. It's been my pleasure serving you today. Um, be sure to head to dreamwithdan.com forward slash Facebook and join the Facebook group where the conversation will continue. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to having Petra back on the show to talk about more of this. Please like, rate, review this. And uh, again, go ahead and dream with your eyes open. Bye for now. 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.